Welcome to the X-Men Roundtable, an amazing group of divorced men who show up each week to a candid and short discussion about life after divorce from our various and unique experiences. I'm Jason Blount. Thank you for joining me and my friends Peter Hobler, Dustin Drun, Larry McGinnis, and Stuart Young. Here we walk shoulder to shoulder with other divorced dads simply trying to do one right thing after another as we share about relationships, fatherhood, ex-spouses, mindset, and much more. This is the X-Men Roundtable. Well, welcome to X-Men Roundtable. I'm your host, Jason Blount, and with me is Larry McGinnis and Dustin Doran and Stuart Young. We're here to talk again, we continue on with our conversation last week about identities. And what we want to kind of steer it to on this session is what happens to our identities post-divorce. It really can open up a can of worms for some people. And we have these identities that we've grown up with since we were kids. How we are, if we're you know, innately uh, stand out or if we're kind of demure or kind of hesitant on things. And going through a divorce, that's one thing that plays our identities. But now that we are coming out and we're set up upon a whole new set of challenges, how does our identity play into that? And we kind of talked about earlier about it's almost a time for reinvention, recreation. And so how do we do that in light of going through the split of a marriage and including the, the family and the kids are involved and what that might look like? So that's the question I posed. And we had a really good discussion before then. And we're, we're focused on what does it look like post-divorce? What happens to our identities? Um, I guess I'll start. Uh, um after, uh, actually, before my divorce, but after my separation, I found myself uh, needing to make a sudden and uh, dr- drastic uh, reinvention of myself. Um, and uh, I think that's actually, here I am eight years later, I think I'm actually still uh, still in, the, in that same process, or maybe it's not reinvention, but more of an evolution, but uh, uh a forced one. Um, and then, uh, so I had to figure out, well, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not a husband anymore, but I'm still a father. Um, and, uh, but I'm a different kind of father now cause I'm obviously not married anymore. So it was, uh, it was quite a, uh, I guess a reconciliation of what I, I, I had some control as to, what kind of direction my reinvention was going to take me. Hmm. I think part of it too is the, is the recognition of maybe the need to change your identity. I think, um, you know, you got, you, so if you're in the, in the process of a divorce or after divorce, you know, um, I think some introspection happens and some reflection happens and some, how did I get to this point happens a lot of those thought processes kind of go to play through in your mind. And then you, you kind of have to, at some point, hold your, like we've talked about this a lot of times, hold yourself accountable and, and go, well, what, what did I do? What role did I play in getting this to this point? And how does my, you know, past not equal my future? You know, your future doesn't have to be your past or whatever, however that's, that saying goes, but, um, and then, 
figuring out like a strategy to really identify um, the points that got you, you know, the little things that got you to the, to where you are and how, you know, you used the word earlier today, uh, Jason, evolution, how you can evolve into being the next best version of yourself going forward so that, um, you know, you don't repeat past mistakes and people will, they're going to repeat past mistakes. The question, and I think the, um, the attention needs to be on, all right, well, I've be, you know, I got to this point be, before and, and recognizing that you're going down the same road, maybe that you started before in a, in a previous relationship, you know, that recognition part is important and, and, and being able to, to say, well, pump the brakes and go, wait a second, this feels familiar to me. This is not who I want to be again. This isn't where I want to go again. And then being able to course correct, coming back, you know, um, with a new person, a new partner, a new, you know, uh, the next relationship. And it's not even just in another relationship with a, with a significant other or a, you know, a love interest, whatever it's with anything that you're going to do. So I think understanding that your identity has to kind of change. Maybe it's, it's, it's not just in a relationship with that, that ex it's, or with, you know, a, a partner it's every part of your of yourself mm. because you're um you know you do you do need to kind of recognize how to change that and it's it's hard it's hard to do that but. i like that i like that Dustin. yeah i think it taps in i mean larry you said it a bit earlier about the challenges and you just um, expanded upon that and everybody that's in a divorce situation is going to be challenged in some way they're challenged as a parent challenged as a co-parent challenged as a dad and they're challenged not only to think about how they can improve themselves um, and the situation for their children but how they can reflect on maybe some of the negative identity traits that they might have so some people might think oh i'm a doormat you know people walk all over me my wife walked all over me you know and I, i've seen some of those co kinds of comments in the groups and that doesn't have to be that way, right? And we, we spoke just beforehand about the, the shoulds and the coulds and um, how, a, how a husband should be versus how a husband could be. Well, a husband, you know, if you wrote a list down, you'd have an enormous list of how a husband should be and you could have another list of how a wife should be. But that's only your list. If you check that in with your wife and with many other wives, even many other husbands, they would write a different list and we've got to think which parts of this list of mine really worked well in, in my marriage. Like you were speaking uh, earlier, Dustin, about um, some stuff with you and your ex. And you said, we, we really worked well together in this respect. And so, okay, well, a husband should and a wife should, they, those two things came together and they, and they worked well. And then you've got to identify the things that didn't work well and then think, is that because of it's her fault? Or is it because of my fault or both of us? And maybe those little, that list can identify parts of, identify parts of your identity that mm -hmm. maybe need some work in order for you to springboard into the next relationship so that it goes better. Yeah, yeah and, and I, I echo that. And again, what Dustin said about it, it isn't, 
it's it's beyond with that next relationship, right? It really starts with ourselves, how we're identifying with ourselves. You know, in that marriage we've that we were in before, we played a role, whatever it was. Either we were kind of, you know, we were held back and somebody else took the lead in a given area or we took the lead in, a, in an area and they held back. And we had our points of friction within the marriage. We had arguments and we figured out how to work through them. Or maybe those were the cause of what led us to the divorce. But now that we're in a divorce, that relationship's broken. Maybe it's amicable. Maybe it's more adversarial. But that really heightens what our identities have been in the marriage. It tends to. It tends to point out that, oh, I'm, I've held back telling how I really feel about this or expressing myself. And now I'm getting walked all over, like Stuart was sharing. Or maybe I find out, man, I just... I just get things done. And, and when I do it, I tend to overrun. I, I, maybe I mean to do it because I don't, I just, I want to get stuff done. The task is more important than the person. Or maybe it's just, I just don't realize I'm stepping on people. And so as we come out of that and we realize what kind of identity do I want to have for myself now that I'm, now it's more laid bare because I think we can all agree under pressure, our real personalities tend to stand out, right? It really shows if we're the one that's going to step back and wait to see what happens or we're going to dive in there and get stuff done. Yeah. You know, whatever the good or the bad of that is. So as we're coming out of a divorce, those things get revealed. And sometimes it can be ugly. <laughs> sometimes it can be very, um, uh, you know, re uh, reflective, uh, as, as it was said a couple of times. And so now, who do we want to be 2.0 or 3.0, whatever that might look like? Going forward for myself, do I do I really want to operate this way or think about myself or talk about myself this way? Do I really want to carry that forward into a new relationship? And as as Larry was sharing, we still have kids. And what kind of what kind of identity do I want to showcase in front of my kids now under pressure? And what kind of traits do I want to exhibit in front of them? And and that's why I really brought this this up. I know we had a great discussion. We went a couple of different areas. I'm really, I'm really happy how you guys um Get some really great gems out of this for coming through identity. And it would have been beneficial for me coming out of my divorce. Um, some things I wasn't able to hear and some things I were, um, were not. So it wasn't until I went through a divorce that just kind of things were laid bare. What's working for me? What's not? And how do I want to carry forward? Um, and I have a couple of different strategies that I came up with. I wanted to share with everybody, um, you know, to, to really, and we're in the middle of that heated discussion, probably not the best time to do it, but it's worth thinking back, who do I wanna be? Get clarity on our values and our beliefs that we've grown up with since we were kids. And you know, are they, are they valid? Do we get our, our values and beliefs, are they, they valid? Are they built on maybe a little bit of toxicity? Get some situational awareness, like, like Stuart was saying, yeah. and see who's, you know, kind of just step back and kind of look at the whole picture and kind of see maybe they're not, maybe maybe not being adversarial toward me. So I got to just hold back. Maybe they're inviting me in, but there's some pain and there's some discomfort by about it. And I need to lean in all the more and listen and be engaged and accept the risks. So look at them as opportunities, opportunities to grow, to step into that uncomfortableness and get a kind of a feel for it, to try on this new identity. Now is my time to really maybe assert myself more as a father and step in and say things that, that need to be said that I kind of held back. Or maybe it's my opportunity to listen more and be a little bit more accepting and, and understand that the relationships change and they're gonna be coming at things from a different perspective, but I need to listen first before I react. And then get comfortable with it all. Get comfortable with the uncomfortableness that comes with the verse. 
and the pain. It doesn't mean we are accepting of everything, but it means we get accepting the fact that life is now different and I need to get comfortable with it versus just ignoring it or getting angry and reactive towards it. That's what I would share as four key strategies that really helped me and were showcased to me that snapped me out of, out of my fog in some areas and, and helped me back from being reactionary in others. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, also, oh, oh, I'm sorry, at that note, uh, we're at about the, the 12 minute mark now. Um, not that we have to stop, but. Uh... <laughs> What's the wrap up for each of us? Yeah. I would say uh, uh, don't be afraid of reinventing yourself. Um, what and I forget now who said it, but um, you know, our identity is part of it is based on our values. And if we think back to, you know, I have a memory of like, oh, I had this sort of interaction with my ex. I was like, oh, that wasn't, you know, that was that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Well, maybe that's now bumping up against my values. So it's like, okay, that's a red flag. Let's improve on that. Hmm. And I, I would, my wrap up would be that, that your beliefs are part of your identity. They drive it. And so what you believe about yourself right now um, can, has to change, right? Something about, if you're going to change part of your identity, it means you've got to believe something different about that part of your identity. Like we were saying before, a husband should. Well, if you're going to change that bit that didn't work, you've, you've got to believe differently about it. And the way that you change a belief, the starting point, is just to add a seed of doubt. Just ask yourself, is that how a husband should be? Hmm. I don't know. Let's, let's, let me question it. And I'll just say, just question those things that you, that you hold dearly if, if you recognize they didn't work before. And just see where you go. Hmm. I like it. My wrap-up for this is, um, you know, we've been talking about changing and identifying and things like that. And I, I, I I think it's important that everybody know that every day that every new day is a new opportunity. Every day is a new, every minute is a new opportunity to change something small about yourself. It doesn't have to be, we talk sometimes about these massive, you know, grandiose kind of changes. Well, it doesn't start like that. It starts small, like you said, a seed of change and an idea that you can be better or different or, you know, take it in a different direction than you took it the last time. And, and that those small changes are what changes your identity over time. And so don't get overwhelmed by the fact, oh, my God, I have to change myself. I have to change my identity. No, do things small on a small basis, you know, little by little, it'll all, you know, and over time, those things you'll, dis- you'll discover, oh, gosh, I, you know, I've evolved. Evol- evolution doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. And so, um you know, every day that you wake up, make a decision that you're going to change something small about yourself or not change anything about yourself, even just pay attention to something about yourself that mm. um, that you're going to work on for that day. And a week later, you'll find that, you know, things have uh, things have you, you've made a difference in your life, I think. So small changes. Beautiful. All right, gentlemen, I think that wraps up this session. Thanks for letting me host this one. And uh, we will see you all again on the next edition of X-Men Roundtable. See you guys. Thanks, everybody.
Well, I'd say that's a wrap. We hope that our time together has inspired you, lifted you up, and given you hope. We all know how difficult divorce is, and so we believe it's important to share these things and let you know that you're not alone. As a man, as a father, as a human being, it matters how you show up in this world. So hang in there. Now, if you like what you got out of this episode, please be sure and hit the subscribe button below and leave us a comment or review. Oh, and please be sure to recommend it to a friend as well. Now, for more information about this episode and about us X-Men, simply check out the episode description. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover or just want to drop us a comment or a question, you can reach us at thexmenroundtable at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and we'll support you in any way that we can. Now, until next week, friends, this has been the X-Men Roundtable.